Ian McCulloch on RTHK Radio 3 with Love in Veins. Time is now 2.34. Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And it's that time of the week for a bit of artsing around with Andrew Dambina. Andrew, it's great to speak to you. How, how are you today? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. How are you doing, Noreen? I'm doing very well. The last time we spoke, it was pouring down with rain, and now it's it's nice and sunny. So oh, blue blue sky, blue, blue sky over here too. That's right. Yeah. Well, what have you got Tip for indeed. us? Exactly. What have you got for us uh, for this week's artsing around? Well, we'll pop overseas first, Noreen, and then have a look at a couple of local art happenings. Hopefully, there'll be time to squeeze all that in. Um, starting off today with two interesting slash surprising exhibitions that are on in the UK, centering on popular music. They're both kind of niche types of music rather than the mainstream pop type. And I'll start off with the first one, which is an exhibition of 1980s ska music in one of the most influential cities of this genre in the UK. And that was Coventry. You ever you ever heard of Coventry I in have. the Midlands as being? Uh, yeah. Oh no, no, sorry, no. I've not heard of it being sort of like for for ska music. I've heard of yeah. Yeah, for music of the eighties, it was well. Um, a, a, it it was the first place where a record label was put out from that very city called Two Tone, and Two Tone stood for the fact that there were black and white ethnic members in the bands that were part of the 1980s ska revival and ska just in case people don't know what i'm talking about is music that was originally born in jamaica in the early to mid 1960s but in the 1980s actually in 1979 there was a revival of this in the uk in coventry and it was something of a new take on the jamaican version it had a slightly faster tempo a little bit of a punky edge because it came just a few years after punk rock had uh, come into uh, being and then kind of faded quite a lot um so there is an exhibition celebrating um scar and the bands which i don't know if you've heard of any of these snoring it might have a bit before your time but the bands that were the ones to come from Coventry in the Midlands in particular was The Specials. They were a big one. They've got uh, a song that you might have heard, Ghost Town and Rat Race and songs like that. Um, yeah. And then also from Coventry was The Selector that was led by a female singer called Pauline Black who was uh, who's, who had hits. One of the first hits was called On the Radio, which I, do, I believe is in the, uh, in the system there at Radio 3. I think I might have seen it before. Um, and The Body Snatchers came from London. The Beat came from Birmingham. And Madness came from London. They were all on the two-tone label at one point. So there's a lot of never-seen-before artifacts and exclusive video interviews with band members. Some of the clothes that were worn at that time by the performers and the fans, lots of poster memorabilia. So it's a real kind of celebration of Scar. Some of the clothes that were worn, I just, uh, I know I know you love a test, Noreen, on this and that. So <laughs> tell, tell me, do you know, <laughs> if I said to you, tonic trousers, um, are, you, are you familiar with those? Those were pretty popular with guys during the uh, Scar revival. Um, are they sort of like bell bottoms? Oh, Right, there. No, tonic, tonic trousers, it's the material, and when it catches the light, it turns a different colour. Oh, so, no, for example, it know. might look, 
yeah, it might look blue at first, and then it might change into um, a kind of a green or a purple uh, when, it, when it catches the light in a different way. Oh, and, I just googled. Uh, I see what you. I see what you mean. They're yeah. kind of like a shimmery, not satiny type. Yes. Satiny. It is yeah. a bit satiny, and it catches the light in different ways and reflects different colours uh, from what looks like one colour to another. Yeah, it's, I, I had more than one pair. I had a pair <laughs> that went from blue to green, and another pair that went from grey to purple. Pretty cool, wow. I can tell you. Wish I had them. Wish I had them now. Yeah. Noreen. I, I, I think. I think. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think. I know what you mean. I mean, they tend to make ties in this kind of material. I'm sure I've seen some shimmery ties before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ties, uh, suit jackets, even shirts were made of this material at that time. And they might still be today. But uh, pork pie hats, without Googling it, Noreen, do you know what that is, a pork pie hat? I can't say I'm familiar with that. Des describe the shape to, to us. Yeah, well, it's like a trilby hat, which is the old kind of from 1940s and 50s onwards, which is a... Uh, uh, the type of hats that lots of guys wore with a with a brim made out of felt, except it's got a much smaller brim, and I guess from above it looks a bit like a pork pie because the brim was so small you could hardly see it from above. Oh. So that's why uh, that's why it was called that. So there are, there are some of these items that were worn by the bands that I mentioned. So that's quite interesting. If you are going to the UK before September the twelfth, listener and that's your kind of interesting exhibition, you can see all of this stuff, including the exclusive videos, etc., as I mentioned, at the Herbert Art Gallery and Museum in Coventry, with a fairly easy-to-remember website, simply theherbert.org. So that's, a, that's our first uh, exhibition that has a musical um, element to it. The second one, continuing with that theme, is a new exhibition of the fine artwork made by a man known more for his folk rock. It's called Bob Dylan, 60 Years of Creating. So Bob Dylan was a painter, and in celebration of his 80th birthday, which uh, was about a few weeks ago, the Halicon Gallery in London, should be in America really, which is where he's from, presents a world exclusive where you can see paintings that go back decades from Bob Dylan. And I've sent you a couple of examples of paintings before, uh, before we had this chat. They are in quite different styles. It presents those that were made from back in the 60s, when his first studio album came out, which was 1962. But it also features much more recent ones. And the two that I've sent you are much more recent ones. There's a painting which is in three framed canvases, but all goes together to make one picture, which is called Elevated Train. What do you make of that, Noreen? Yeah, I think it's quite stunning. I think it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, I it's wonder, a cityscape. It's a cityscape, yeah. I wonder if um, they painted it as one painting and then cut it up, or was it sort of done yeah. in three separate ones? Yeah, quite, quite often with paintings that are in threes, they're called triptychs, oh. and they are painted, the artist will paint three of them at the same time, un unframed, will put the canvases together, so that you get the idea, well, in this case, they can be abstract sometimes, uh, uh, but in this case, it's very much a view of New York City with an elevated subway train going above a road that's packed with cars. In the distance, we can see the Empire State Building, and it looks like, almost looks like we're looking through a window that's several floors up in New York City. 
So it is an interesting view and uh, interesting to know that Bob Dylan made uh, a number of paintings that, that go back decades. Also, another picture I sent you, which is from two, 2020, last year. Both of these ones I sent you from last year, in fact. Mm. Um, the, is, is a very lonely-looking painting. There is a guy wearing... Oh, I mentioned a trilby hat before. Exactly. It's not the pork pie it's hat. Not. Uh, if only it was a pork pie <laughs> hat, that would be such a good segue. But it's a trilby hat, and it looks like almost from the 1930s or 40s, and it reminds me so much of paintings that were from the 1930s and 40s by Edward Hopper, who does these very lonely paintings around America in diners. But we can see in this one there's a man looking out the window wearing a hat and there are two guys sitting at a counter bar in a diner in America. Nobody's talking. They're all observing social distancing. Considering he painted it last year, I think it's more about that. Mm. Quite a lonely painting, isn't it? And if people want to see more of this artwork, um, you can go to Halison Gallery. That's H-A-L-C-Y-O-N and then gallery.com. Uh, or if you're in London, you can see that before September the 12th and have a look at some of these paintings in person. Amazing. So, on to some, yeah, on to something different and more local. Yes, it's June now, but some of the French May arts events remain going on, including three confirmed ones which can be seen online only. And I'll just mention the one that's happening this week, which has a jazzy nature, and it's happening tonight. It's streaming, and you can see a maestro of the piano if you are into that, or you can get some tips if you play the piano, because there's going to be a performance and there's going to be a kind of masterclass at 8 p.m. tonight. It's free of charge, and it will be coached after his performance by Patrick Loy, who has performed outside of Hong Kong in Taiwan and in Osaka in Japan, both times as a guest conductor and pianist with big bands, jazz uh, bands, and sometimes with uh, small trios and quartets. So he also was one of the headliners, actually, last year when there was a jazz festival um, at the West Kowloon Cultural District. So he's pretty well accomplished, although he's a pretty young guy. And you can go and see that tonight if you go onto the Facebook page. It will be streamed live. The French May, just French May is the name of the Facebook page. Or you can go to at French May Art Festival to find out about this event and find out more. More simply, you can go to Frenchmay, all one word, dot com to find out about this and the other online events that are going to be happening this month and they say possibly next month too so uh, french may does it doesn't half extend don't it noreen i was gonna say um with the french may the best thing about this they've really managed to pivot and the things are now some of the things are online so it doesn't matter where you are in, in the world you're still able to enjoy it yeah. so i think and that's, that's uh, the case with a lot of the um art exhibitions and just different mm. things that you've mentioned in just over the past few months it's just and i hope they save it as well you know so that when people miss it it's sort of yeah. archived and and people can just revisit <coughs> pardon me revisit <laughs> just choke on my spit yeah <laughs> um, oh just easy of, i'll just know, talk i'll just talk for a just moment revisit I'm... them sorry <laughs> go on andrew Okay. No, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that too. I, I haven't had the chance to ask that question to the organisers, French May, uh, the Hong Kong Arts Festival. Even the Hong Kong Arts Festival is still yeah. putting out a few events online now. However, I did see a couple online which were by 
um, ticket, uh, um, and there were some which were free slash by donation. And um, I saw some amazing stuff, actually, that was going on, um, considering that we couldn't go to Auditoria. And it was, and they were not available to re-watch, because, especially the ticketed ones, I think they would have to get permission ah, from yes. the, those, those performing, etc. Yeah, for the for, ticketed um, ones, to, but for the, for the free yeah. ones, and yeah, no, that makes, that makes perfect sense, because yeah. you can't ticket somebody and then for it to be available free for everybody else. Yeah, otherwise sure. everyone would just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. You have so right. I've got one more. I've, I've got one more thing for for today that's local, and it's it's a pretty interesting one. And it launches today, so I haven't seen it yet. Um, it is some out of the gallery space fine art. So it's in a public place. I always love it when there's art in a public place because it can interact with people who wouldn't normally go to an art gallery. And one of the places that actually does this quite often. It's the landmark atrium. Yes, that's the landmark mall in Central. Mm. Um, but it's not, it's not them that are organising this. It's another um, creative agency that puts on exhibitions in Hong Kong. It's not really an art gallery. They do put on art events, but they find spaces to do it. And um, the exhibition is called Futura Land, and it's a space-themed art exhibition that features the work of quite a legend in New York City graffiti art, um, he was one of the instigators or, well, not really instigators, but he was a big practitioner of that kind of very colourful graffiti art that you see um, on walls and trains and stuff in the 1980s. And uh, he's been doing it and he's bringing, but he wasn't, he didn't start off as a street artist doing graffiti. He was, he was first of all a fine artist, but he kind of got a bit into graffiti art as well. And then he went back to doing studio stuff for the last few decades. And we we can see his work in a, a space which is in the landmark atrium, which is a um, it's a hybrid space. They have pop-ups there. It's called Below Ground. Um, that, that's the name of the space that it's in. But it's a very it's an open space that runs different sorts of pop-ups. Sometimes they're arty. Sometimes they're food-related. Um, what can you expect to see? You can see a six-metre-tall rocket ship. Sounds Whoa. like a good one for the ki- for the kiddies, Six metres? Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and you can see around it are all kinds of unusual sculptural forms. I haven't seen... I've not been able to get many pictures of this. I've sent you a picture of the artist, but... Um, I think they're keeping it up to uh, under wraps, I should say, what the actual forms are going to look like. However, if anyone's been through the landmark in the last few days, which I haven't, I'm sure some people may have had a quick glimpse. Basically, it's, it's things that are around a massive spaceship, which should be quite interesting. Speaking uh, about his exhibition, Futura, the artist, said, I want people to become familiar with my character universe. He makes up characters and alien figures that are kind of playful, sure, or not, 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 yeah, sure. not cartoon-like. Yeah, they're not like cartoons, but they are, from his imagination, sort of fantasy alien figures and spaceships. The kind of things that's uh, maybe, um, you know, reconnecting with the sort of things that kids would enjoy doodling or, or doing artwork of. But uh, now, at the picture, he looks, I would say, about... I think he's got to be in his late 60s, but he's doing... But it's nice that he's still in touch with that inner child, I think, doing great big spaceships and aliens and so on. And good for the landmark, Central, to be taking on something that is, you know, quite unusual, Mm. not at all conservative in the realm of fine art. So that begins today, 
and it's on until June the 16th. So if you fancy a bit of spaceship alien action in an arty kind of sense, but not too arty that, that it's, you know, just it's in a, it sounds like a fun exhibition. So it's at the Below Ground Space, which is in the Landmark Central Atrium from today until June the 16th. And you can find out more about that um, by going to the company's official Facebook or Instagram page, um, which is called All Rights Reserved. All one word, which is All Rights Reserved. Um, you can find that on Facebook and Instagram and see a little bit more about the artist. I checked it out over the last couple of days. There's not a lot to see, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, you need to get along to uh, the landmark and to uh, see that see six meter exactly six meter yeah. spaceship, yeah. space rocket. Well, yeah. Andrew, as always, thank you so much for your time today, and thank you so much for all your sharing. Lots uh, for our listeners to do and uh, the weekend and in the few weeks to come. Well, thank you so much, and have a great enjoy yourself and have a great sunny Thursday. And I'll speak to you again thank next you. week. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good sunny Sunday too. Have Bye. a nice day. Bye. <laughs> Bye.